All right, and a one, two, three, four. Welcome everyone to the Life Point Table Talk podcast. My name is Jason, and it is an honor to be joined today by Bishop Fred Wilson. Hello, everybody. Glad to be with you. And we're going to be continuing today with our Bible reading reflection. We are reading through the Bible this year uh, with our church family and uh, been doing this podcast as we uh, go through and following along. And uh, thank you all for tuning in and being with us on this journey. And we are up to week 29. 29. 29. There we go. And we are in the Psalms. We started in the Psalms last week. And we are about halfway through the book of Acts. And so today we have Psalms 19 through 37. And we have Acts 19 through 23. Um, So a lot to go over here. We will start in the Psalms. Uh Uh-huh. And um, you were talking to me about something earlier about yeah, the Psalms. Yeah, uh, was really cool. In the book of Psalms, and some of the commentators say that the theme of Psalms is Christ in the Psalms. And I just so happened to be reading in Luke this week, and Jesus, after the resurrection, uh, came into the midst of the disciples. They were alarmed. They were troubled. They kind of acted like we don't know what's going on. And Jesus said this to them, kind of like, you guys should know this. And Luke 24, verse 44, Jesus said unto them, These are the words which I spoke unto you when I was with you, that all things must be fulfilled which were written in the law of Moses concerning me, in the prophets concerning me, and then he said, in the Psalms concerning me. Wow. So when we're reading Psalms, if it sounds like Jesus, it is. It it really is. That's awesome. The prophetic word talking about Jesus. Incredible. Yeah. Awesome. So good. Um, And we'll see some of that uh, today for sure. Some of these um, uh, prophetic Psalms. Yeah, that um, uh, speak about Christ. And um, so let's go ahead and jump into it. We will start here with uh, Psalm 19. It's a psalm by David for the music director. Um, This is a pretty famous one. Well, there are Mm -hmm. many of them, so uh, iconic. The heavens declare the glory of God. The sky displays the work of his hands. Day after day and night after night, it reveals his greatness. The law of the Lord preserves one's life. His law gives wisdom and insight into life. It is worth more than gold. Those who obey are richly rewarded. Who could know all their errors? Keep me from committing flagrant sins. Do not let my sins control me. May my words and thoughts be acceptable to you, my shelter and redeemer. And now, again, I'm uh, just kind of doing highlights here. I've been reading through uh, most of the time with the NET, the New English Translation. I like it because it has some uh, notes, which... Some of them I uh, uh, found insightful. What What are you mostly reading, Bishop? What am I mostly what translation? reading? Probably uh, uh, the New Living uh, yeah. translation, somewhat, but uh, the probably the New King James. But I'd really jump around. You I know, do too. Uh, the Amplified. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I especially uh, when I'm using. Uh, digitally it's so easy now to jump around yeah and uh i do that a lot too okay uh keep going here uh psalm 20 a so psalm. Let, me, let me say here about psalms psalms 19 yeah. here um just a couple things number one he talks about it is uh it we gain wisdom as we keep the commandments of the lord 
And sometimes we get the idea, well, it's just too hard, you know, we've got to give this up. But remember that the commandments are God. Out of his wisdom, he's designed these to bless us and to protect us. Yeah. Then Psalms 19:24. that's a scripture that I have been quoting for mucho years, <laughs> all the way back to when I left the police department, traded my badge for a Bible, went to Lee University mm. in Tennessee, and, and Psalms 19:24. we went to chapel about three times, at least three times a week, and every chapel service was opened with this 19:24. let the words of my mouth, meditation of my heart be acceptable in your sight, O Lord, my strength and my redeemer. Yeah. So I have been quoting that for all That's of, awesome. for all of these years. It's part of my quoting of scripture. Yeah, all these years. That's that's fantastic. Um, let's see. Psalms twenty. Twenty, a psalm by David for music director. The Lord will answer when you are in trouble. May He notice all of your offerings and accept your sacrifices. May he grant your heart's desire. May he bring your plans to pass. Then we will rejoice in his name. Some trust in chariots, but we trust in the Lord. The Lord will deliver the king. He will answer when we call. It's an awesome one. Um, keep going here. Psalm 21, Psalm by David for music director. The king rejoices in the strength and deliverance you give. You grant my heart's desire. You bring such rich blessings. You have granted long life in an enduring dynasty. Your deliverance brings honor. You give joy in your presence. You are victorious over all your enemies. They dream up schemes, but you make them retreat. Rise up in strength. We will sing and praise your power. Um, I I like how some of these are um, uh, kind of generic mm -hmm. for everybody to join in, and some of them are pretty specific too mm. about the king and his own specific situation he was going through at that time, mm -hmm, right. his own dynasty. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, you get you get all of David's stuff. Yeah. And um, and some of them are titled. They tell you exactly what's going on, you know. Uh -huh. And uh, it's really cool. Uh, Psalm twenty-two, Psalm by David for the music director, uh, in tune of morning doe. Messianic. This is the number one messianic this is of a big all one. the chapters in the Old Testament. This is this is Jesus. It's a huge one. And uh, it starts off, "My God, why have you abandoned me?" Exactly what Jesus said. Yep. Why have you forsaken me there on the cross? Yep. That's what he was quoting. And this one really goes deep. Um, I've read whole books just on this <laughs> this one chapter here. There's so much in it. Mm -hmm. um, your help seems far away. I cry out and you don't answer. You are holy. Our ancestors trusted you and you saved them. Um but I am a worm, not a man. People insult me and mock uh -huh. me. They say, let the Lord rescue you and deliver you, which is what they said to Jesus. You bought me from the womb, and since I came from the womb, you have been my God. Trouble is near. Do not be far away from me. This is where it gets interesting. Bulls of Bashan surround me. Hmm. They want to devour me. There's a whole history there with that. Um, uh, it's, kind bulls. Of, it's kind of like a double, double prophetic. Yeah, David's talking some about himself, but then this other stuff. I mean, he just couldn't even come up with it. Yeah, there's a whole, um, like you said, double meaning. Also, uh, in a in a unseen world kind of way, the bulls of Bashan, and mm -hmm. uh, that was a literal literal place that was. Uh, seen as kind of the gates of hell oh well wow. and um specific entities <laughs> and uh his enemies um it, yeah it's pretty fascinating uh my strength is gone i'm thirsty i'm mm. dying 
A gang of evil men surround me. They divide my clothes among themselves. They roll dice for my garments. There again. Hurry and help me. Save my life. Rescue me. I will declare your name to my countrymen. In the great assembly, I will praise you, for you responded to my cry. Uh, I think there, too, is double double meanings. Mm -hmm. Uh, The great assembly, probably also in the unseen world, where he was... Uh, going to be uh, declaring his name. I will fulfill my promise before the Lord's loyal followers. Let the oppressed eat and be filled. That's mm. that's pretty. And I was reading on the, the notes on that, this invitation to a communal meal, even a, a, mm. a, a this let the oppressed eat and be filled, like a, a foreshadowing of communion even Mm -hmm. there we go and uh, let those who seek his help praise the lord may your hearts live forever all the nations will bow to him all those who uh all the thriving people on earth will worship him all those who have died and in the grave will bow to him one generation will tell the next about the lord they will tell of his saving deeds Future generations will know what he has accomplished. So that, uh, again, is a huge, huge. Um, uh, uh, messianic psalm there. Mm-hmm. And um, really incredibly rich stuff there and prophetic. And, uh, okay, we'll keep going here. Uh, psalm 23, a psalm by David. Mm-hmm. Probably the most popular psalm uh, in in Christianity. Yeah. Plus, even in the secular world, um, may not as be as so much today, but in the past, um, in kind of general gatherings, uh, public non Christians have used the twenty third psalm. Yeah, very popular one. Yeah. The Lord is my shepherd; I lack nothing. He takes me to lush pasture and fresh water. He restores my strength. He leads me down the right path. Even when I walk through the darkest valley, I fear no danger because you are with me. You comfort me uh, with stability, your rod and your staff. You prepare a feast for me in front of my enemies. You refresh my head with oil. My cup is completely full. Surely goodness and faithfulness will pursue me all my days. I will live in the Lord's house for the rest of my life. All the days. Fantastic. Yeah, so um, Psalms 23, this is a good one to memorize. Hmm. And it is just filled with um, blessings, provisions, restoration, covering for uh, danger, protection, uh, the death the death issues, shadow of death, I will not fear and blessings and provisions so what a great what a great word what a great word yeah um i love how that ends too i will live in the lord's house for the rest of my life yeah um and that and that there uh, that statement surely goodness and love is following me hmm. so who's behind me who's following me Mercy and goodness of the Lord. Yeah, it's beautiful. Uh, Psalms 24, Psalm by David. The Lord owns the earth and all it contains and all who live in it. He made the oceans. Who is allowed to ascend to the mountain of the Lord? Who may go up to his holy dwelling place? The one whose deeds are blameless and whose motives are pure and does not lie. Godly people are rewarded and vindicated by God. Uh, This is really a messianic one, too. Um, Lift up your heads, you gates. Lift up the ancient doors so the King of glory can come in. Who is the King of glory? The Lord, strong and mighty. Lift up the ancient gates for the King of glory, Lord, almighty, all-powerful. I love that ending there uh, making the way for the king of glory and the uh, earth the earth is the lord so it belongs to him 
And uh, so that which, that which God has created, he is well able to take care of. Hmm. And of course here, there's a, a real, very popular political issue today about climate change. Hmm. Now, I personally believe in climate change, but not the, not the political version. <laughs> I believe, and I've studied somewhat on this, other scientists that are not into the political climate change mm -hmm. and the, the temperature thing. And I believe that there is a cycle, but it's not just, you know, it's not what, oh my goodness, what the political world is saying, it's doomsday. Mm -hmm. And I've been hearing this for 50 years, right. literally 50 right. years, yeah. all the way back in the 70s. This is it. If we, don't, if we don't get this today, we're done. Well, we're still here. Yeah. You know, we're still here. And yeah. I, believe there's, I, believe, I believe there's a temperature cycle change, but it's hundreds of years. You study some mm -hmm. of the scientists. So mm -hmm. um, God knows how to take care of what he created. Yeah. Yeah. That's awesome. Um, let's see here. 25, by David, a prayer for guidance and help. I offer you my heart, Lord God, and I trust you. Don't make me ashamed. Don't disappoint your worshipers. Show me your path. Teach me to follow. Guide me by your truth and instruct me. Keep me safe. Remember, you are patient and kind. <laughs> I like that when he... Uh, the scriptures remind God that he's patient mm. it's like, <laughs> it's like <laughs> they're like priming the pump sometimes yeah, oh me. great merciful you're so <laughs> merciful <laughs> remember how kind you are to me um, it's funny uh, forget the wrongs of my youth show your kindness you teach sinners to follow your path uh, you're kind to those who keep your agreements, be true to your name, and forgive all my terrible sins. Mm -hmm. You show the path to those who worship you. They will have plenty, and their children receive the land. You are a friend of worshipers. You rescue me. I am lonely and troubled. Have pity on me. My worries keep growing. Rescue me from sadness. See my troubles and forgive my sin. My enemies hate me. I come to you, uh, my shelter. Don't disappoint me. I obey you with all my heart. Uh, please save Israel from all its troubles. And um, some of these are are um, they they're kind of all over the place. I know. Um, which which I like, and you know. I, it's almost like uh, it's just raw. It seems like it's just coming out of him. He's just writing, you know. It's kind of unloaded. Yeah, yeah. And um, there is a rhythm, that rhythm we talked about it last time because we had just finished Job and then came into the Psalms as the way we we're reading. And you see that similar, mm -hmm. similar rhythm of lament into worship, wow. into... Uh, prayer into praise and you know uh they kind of shift back and forth uh gears there it's awesome uh psalm 26 by david a prayer of an innocent man mm -hmm. show that i am right lord test my thoughts i trust you i don't forget your kindness i don't spend time with the evil crowd show my innocence I love your temple where your glory shines. Don't punish me like uh, brutal, mean sinners. I am true to myself. Rescue me. I am safe among the worshipers. I praise you. Psalm 27. Go back to just say this about Psalms 26. David, uh, you know, is showing his real transparency here. And when he said, oh, Lord, test me, examine me, try me. And uh, that certainly is something that, uh, that I, I'd like to practice from time to time. And, and Lord, examine me. Lord, if anybody knows me, you know me. Yeah. 
And therefore, Lord, show me, Lord, show me where I may be missing it, where I may be off track. And then by your grace, Lord, Lord, you know, sometimes I think we can get off track and not even realize it yeah. sometimes. Yeah. And the Lord can say, well, you know, speak into your spirit. And so you make adjustments. You yeah. make adjustments. You know, sometimes we can get off track, you know, we need to come back into that street. He, in the couple of Psalms there before, I forget which one, but he talks about that specifically, the, the difference of unknowingly going off track mm-hmm. and then knowingly, will it blatantly doing yeah. wrong, you know, what you're saying? <laughs> like you're saying uh, uh, that, you know, it seems like your intentions are right. You're trying to do the right thing. and But, you know, maybe, maybe you got off track there. Didn't even mean to. Yep. Um, okay. 27. So I'm 27 here. Okay. 27. By David. The Lord is my light and salvation. I fear no one. My enemies stumble and fall. I ask the Lord one thing, one thing I desire, that I can live in the Lord's house all the days of my life, so I can see his splendor and beauty. He will give shelter in times of trouble. I will shout for joy because I will triumph over my enemies. I pray to you, don't push me away or abandon me. Teach me how to live. Um, Lead me safely from my enemies. Where would I be if I did not believe? Mm. I would experience. Where would I be if I did not believe? I would experience the Lord's favor in the land of the living. That's pretty incredible. Wow. Uh, rely on the Lord. Be confident and strong in Him. Um. I I love that. That's a. That's a really. Uh, powerful statement there where would i be if i did not believe i would experience the lord's favor in the land of the living wow not just in the afterlife but here right now right now right now you can be confident and strong in him psalm 28 by david i cry out to you lord don't ignore me i will join those in the grave if you don't respond Hear me when I lift my hands. Don't treat me like the wicked. Pay them back for their evil deeds. Punish them. They don't understand you. I trust in you, Lord, with all my heart. I will sing in gratitude. The Lord strengthens his people. Deliver your people. Empower your people. Care for them like a shepherd. Carry them in your arms. Um, I think it's cool how he's talking talking about the Lord strengthens his people right after he talks about singing in gratitude. I think that's a, there's a connection there. The strength uh, comes in the gratitude. Um, let's see here. Psalm 29, a psalm of David. Acknowledge the Lord. Mm-hmm. I love this. He's calling out everybody. Acknowledge the Lord, heavenly beings. <laughs> sons of God in the great assembly. Worship him in holy attire. Um, that's, that's interesting. Um, his voice is heard over the water. Sounds like Genesis. He appears over the surging waters. His shout is powerful. His shout breaks the cedars. His shout strikes with flaming fire, shaking the wilderness. He sits enthroned above the water. He gives his people strength and security. Psalm 30, a psalm by David, a song used at the dedication of the temple. I will praise you for Lord, uh, for you lifted me up. I cried and you heard me and healed me. You pulled me up from Sheol. You rescued me from among those going into the grave. Followers of God sing his praises, give thanks. His anger is brief. His favor restores one's life. You might experience sorrow during the night, but joy comes in the morning. It's a big one. I was confident in myself, but you were really my security. And when you ignored me, I was terrified. I cried out, what good is, is it if I die? 
can the dust in the grave praise you? Hear me, Lord, then you turn my lament into dancing. My heart will sing and not be silent. I will always give thanks. I like how, uh, again, they, uh, the psalmist is using kind of reverse psychology mm. about his plight of, you know, who can praise you. If I die, I can't praise you. So <laughs> help me. <laughs> help me out and I'll, and I'll be able to praise you. Um, let's see. Psalm 31. Just jump in. You got anything on these pops? Um, let's see. Here. Well, no, let's go on. Okay. Psalm 31. Psalm by David for the music director. In you I take shelter. Don't humiliate me. Vindicate me. Listen to me and deliver me. You are my high ridge and stronghold. Guide me for the sake of your reputation. He does it again there. Your, <laughs> help me out for your own reputation. I like that. Free me from their net. Into your hands I entrust my life. You will rescue me. Is that, uh, that's another one. Um, into your hands I entrust my life. That. That reminds me of, uh, hmm. I come into your hands. I commend my spirit. Yeah, yeah. Calvary. Well, I mean, just look at all of this. Uh, David's talking about deliverance, getting a speedy answer, strength, protection. He needs some leading, guidance, trust, and rejoices. Now look here. Fifteen, at least fifteen. Uh, distresses or troubles hmm. trouble grief weakness physically enemies against him he's being neglected he's being slandered he's dealing with fear his life is being threatened yeah lies are lies are told against him and then on and on another 10 another five or six more but then yet he praises the Lord for the help of the Lord. Yeah. I mean, look at that. I mean, all of that stuff he was going through. Even the it, at one point he says, those who know me are horrified at my condition and run from me. Yeah, good His night. own people are running from him. Um, yeah. And at one, one point he says, too, terrifying news in every direction. And then he switches. After, like, what did you say, 15 of them? Uh, yeah. 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 <laughs> it goes on and on there. At least 15, yeah. Um, and uh, then he switches. But I trust in you. I declare mm. you are my God. You determine my destiny. Right. Smile on your servant and deliver me. Humiliate the evil men. Shut them up and send them yeah. to the grave. How great is your favor on your followers you show favor in front of everyone you give them shelter yeah. and this is interesting too this is this is where you it's clear it's just coming out of him because it, uh, at one point he, he eventually says i jumped to c the conclusion yeah. and said i am cut off from you <laughs> i was he was saying i jumped to a conclusion a couple lines ahead yeah. you know there I but you know, I mean, look at this. I mean, this this is this is the faith life. This is natural circumstances yeah. versus staying staying in the faith zone. Yeah. And uh, you know, David's very transparent here. He was not denying. Yeah. The you know, he wasn't going around like, oh, everything's cool. Everything's fine. You know, no, it wasn't cool. And so he lets. Over there in Philippians, says, Let Philippians, New Testament, New Covenant, let your request be made known unto the Lord. Mm. And so, yeah. All right. Okay. Um, let's see. Psalm 35 by David. 30, 35 or 32? What, where are we here? 32? Oh, whoops. Where was I? Did I jump ahead? Yeah, we're on 32, I believe. Whoops, I jumped ahead there. You're right. Okay. Thank you, sir. Psalm 32 by David. I like this. A well-written song. 
How blessed are the rebellious who are forgiven? How blessed are those who are forgiven? When I refuse to confess my sin, I become weak and tormented. Then I confess my sin, and you forgave me. For this reason, all who follow you pray while they can in their window of opportunity. The rising waters will not reach them. You surround me with shouts of joy, celebrating deliverance. I like that. He's saying God surrounds him with shouts of joy. Mm -hmm. uh, you teach me how to live, obey, and don't be like uh, the mule that needs a bit in his mouth. Rejoice in the Lord and be happy, you who are godly, upright. The upright shout for joy. All right, let's keep moving here. Psalm 33, godly ones shout for joy. It is appropriate for the morally upright to offer him praise. It is right to give him praise. It's common. Yeah. In one translation, it's very normal, very common to yeah. give praise. Uh, praise him with the harp and stringed instruments. Sing to him a new song. Play skillfully and shout for joy. For the Lord is right and true and faithful. His faithfulness extends to the whole earth. His words made the heavens and the starry hosts. He makes the sea and the oceans stand in awe of him. For he spoke and it came into existence. Uh, the, the Lord's decisions last forever. His plans through all the ages. Um, he forms every human heart and takes note of their actions. Um, He's faithful to those who wait on him. Uh, he saves them from death and sustains them in famine. We wait for the Lord, our deliverer. We re rejoice and trust in his name. We wait on the Lord and we will see his faithfulness. Psalm 34, by David. This is an interesting one. Who pretended to be insane before Abimelech. <laughs> Causing the king to send him away. One of the uh, interesting parts of David's life there where he acted like he was insane uh, so he wouldn't get in trouble. Um, I will praise the Lord at all times. My mouth will continually praise him. Let the oppressed hear and rejoice. Let us praise his name together. I sought his help and he answered me. Look to him. And be radiant, and don't let your face look down and ashamed. I like that kind of that encouragement. Mm. Get your head up, you know. Um, God hears in times of trouble. The angel of the Lord uh, camps around his followers. Mm. Taste and see the Lord is good. Those who fear him will lack nothing. Then he instructs his children, come children and listen. I will teach you how to seek him. Do you want to really live? Do you want to live a long, happy life? Don't speak evil and deceptive words. Guard your tongue from evil. Turn from evil and do what is right. Strive and promote peace. God hears the godly but opposes evildoers and wipes their memory away. The Lord is near the brokenhearted. He delivers the discouraged. Uh, the godly face many dangers, but he protects them. Those who take shelter in him will escape. A lot in that one. It's pretty incredible. It was at that time hmm. um, when he acted crazy. It's um, so much there. Um I like how he switches into instructing his children as well, then uh, teaching them as the psalmist. Um, okay, 35. Well, that, um, that 34, 19, many are the afflictions or many are the troubles of the righteous. And uh, the Christian journey, the Christian walk, serving the Lord, does not mean that we are automatically pulled pulled away from or out of the troubles that uh, the general world faces. Yeah. But the the good news, incredible news, God, the difference is, is facing life in my own 
ability and power are facing life with the help of the Lord. Yeah. You know. It's awesome. I love how he says, the Lord is near the brokenhearted. Yeah. He's telling you, mm-hmm. you're going to go through some stuff, like he just, like you said, but he's with you. Yeah. He delivers the discouraged. Mm-hmm. That's right there before he says the godly face many dangers, but he protects them. Um, incredible. So, now, now this is an interesting psalm. Psalm, psalm 35 by David. Lord, fight those who fight me. <laughs> Rise up and help me with your shield and spear. Assure me with the words, I am your deliverer. Let those who plan to harm me be humiliated. May the angel of the Lord chase them. Let their own plan come on them. Who compares to you? You rescue the oppressed. Uh, my good has been repaid with evil, and I'm overwhelmed with sorrow. I mourned for them and treated them like brothers, but when I stumbled, they rejoice. When I tripped, they taunted me. Lord, how long will you watch this? I will praise you in front of a large crowd. Don't let their evil plans succeed. Wake up and vindicate me. Defend my cause. May they, those who rejoice in my troubles be humiliated. May those who wish me well shout for joy. I will tell others of your justice and praise you all day long. Incredible. It's incredible, too, um, having just read through David's life and story, and there was so much Mm -hmm. calamity and drama and and intrigue and um, times where he's kind of standing on top of the world and then all of uh, everything turns on him, you know, mm-hmm. his own family against him. Uh, people conspire against him, all kinds of things. Well, here in this he, he goes from the most celebrated man in the country to being hunted. Roller coaster. Yeah. Yeah. Incredible. And, you know, in this uh, 35, Psalm 35, there's 18 requests for God to judge the wicked. mm and um, I'm going to say, put a little yellow light out here, caution light. Uh, <laughs> we have to be cautious. David was, <laughs> he's basically saying, God, just do them out. Yeah. Wipe them out. <laughs> yeah. Stop it. Yeah. Stop them. Yeah. You kill them. Kill them. Wipe them out. Yeah. But the Jesus kind of put another kind of emphasis on that. It's uh, what a challenge. Uh, Jesus and Matthew, I think it's Matthew 6. Uh, Bless those who curse you. That's true. Do good unto those. Yeah. <laughs> and so, uh, and many times we got we got to do that by faith. We don't feel like doing it, you yeah. know. So, uh, but uh, of course, you know, David didn't, well, he had, I almost said, he didn't have Jesus teaching him, but nevertheless, yeah. you know. Yeah. Um, yeah. But he comes right back in the verse 24, and he's putting and saying, God, take care of these guys. But then he comes back and says, judge me, O Lord. Yeah. Hey, Lord, just, just a minute here. What about me? Judge me. What am I doing? Yeah. There you That's go. That's true. Um, let's see, uh, what are 36, Psalm 36, by David for music director, an oracle, an evil man is rebellious to the core, too proud to recognize his sin, the words he speaks are deceitful, his plans, he plans sin and com- and is committed to a sinful lifestyle, committed to it. Lord, your love reaches the sky, your faithfulness to the clouds, justice to the highest mountains, your fairness is deeper than the deepest sea. You sustain humans and and the animal kingdom. That's kind of what you were uh, talking about earlier. Uh, you're talking about climate change and <laughs> things like that. Uh-huh. Uh, there is a certain level of, in, in Scripture, where... Uh, God is sustaining this, mm-hmm. 
the whole thing. Yeah. On some you level, know, we, um, uh, he's the one sustaining it. A while ago, I mentioned, you know, about the climate change theory. And uh, let me say that I'm, I'm into purifying water and, you know, the exhaust and all of that, environmental cleanup. I'm into that. Uh, and But I want to put out here this book that I base my some of my concepts on. It's called Hot Talk, Pure Science. It's about a 350-page mm -hmm. documentic historical, mm -hmm. and also it tells how the the what I call creative scientists, creation scientists, were have been blocked out. Their voices have been blocked out. Mm. Uh, but the the history of this and also, uh, you know, hey, what's it's, it's okay to look at both sides, isn't it? Sure. You look at both sides, yeah. you know. And what's interesting, uh, as he keeps going here, either way, uh, the psalmist says this, the human race finds shelter under your wings. Uh, with you is the fountain of life. In your light we see light, vindicate the righteous. I see evildoers fall. Don't let evil men overtake me. And then this one is interesting. Psalm 37. Uh, Psalm by David. Um, we were talking earlier about how he was talking about, uh, you know, God asking God to wipe out his enemies, mm -hmm. things like that. He takes a different approach here. Don't fret when the wicked seem yeah. to succeed. Right, right. They will dry up like grass. Trust in the Lord, maintain your integrity, and he will answer your prayers. Commit your future to the Lord. He will defend you publicly. Wait confidently on him. Don't fret over the success of sinners. Don't be angry or frustrated. That only leads to trouble. Wicked men will be wiped out. Those who rely on the Lord will possess the land and enjoy great prosperity. God, uh, God knows evil men's day will come. Their swords will pierce their own hearts. A, a, a little bit a godly man owns is better than the wealth of many evil men. The Lord sustains the godly. They will dwell in the land permanently the law of their God controls their thinking. That's really interesting. Rely on God. I've seen the wicked grow in influence, but then pass away. They have disappeared. Um, the one who promotes peace has a future. The wicked have no future. He rescues the godly. So I really think that's fascinating. The really a pretty moderate, mm -hmm. moderate tone there from the psalmist as far as um not not it's not vengeful mm -hmm. just trusting god and knowing that evil collapses on itself yeah. so often times it, it will come to an end yeah as and as as christians as believers in the uh morality compass of god uh Sometimes we we tend to get upset. We, oh, look what look look what they're doing! Look what the world's doing! That's the world. Yeah, we, we're not. We shouldn't be surprised that the world acts like it does without God. Yeah, and we should be we should be surprised when we as Christians don't come in line. Yeah, you know. Yeah, I love that. Uh, trust in the Lord and maintain your integrity. He will answer your prayers. Yeah. And that Psalms 37, 4 is powerful, powerful. I use it myself many, many times. Delight yourself in the Lord. Mm. He will give you the desires of your heart. And when I pray that, I say, Lord, I delight myself in you and that you will give me the desires of my heart. And I want my heart to be according to your word. Yeah. According to that, your covenant, your provisions, your promises. Yeah. Awesome. Okay, uh, that's our OT for this week, the Psalms. We're going to jump over to Acts. We got 19 uh, through 23. Take about a 500 or 1,000 year drop. <laughs> yeah. 
let's see. We'll try to move through here quickly. Uh, we are starting off Acts 19. Apollos goes to Corinth. Paul goes to Ephesus. Yeah, now let's... Um, of course, the background, we keep in mind that this is the acts, the actions, acts of the Holy Spirit. And um, so... And we see the apostles confirming the word of God, the spread of Christianity. And of course, as we've already seen up to this point in, in Acts, it's the establishment of the Christian church. Yeah. So coming of the Holy Spirit to empower the followers of Christ and the church to carry out Christ's plan for expanding the kingdom. Awesome. So a lot about a lot of a uh, lot of lot of local church principles, and then lifestyle Christianity all through the all through the Acts. Yeah. Uh, okay. So uh, Paul is goes to Ephesus. He finds disciples there. Uh, it's interesting. He asks them if they had received the Holy Spirit when they believed. They say no. We have not heard of the Holy Spirit. Um, Paul says, what, then what were you, into what were you baptized? They reply, John's baptism. Uh, Paul says, John's baptism is of repentance, telling people to believe in the one who came after him. So they were baptized in the name of Jesus. When Paul placed his hands on them, the Holy Spirit came on them, and they began to speak in other tongues and to prophesy. Incredible. Um well, so uh, here, here again, we see uh, the importance of the baptism of the Holy Spirit in the life of believers. Now, Paul said yeah, he talked about John's baptism, which was repentant. And it says there that Paul basically baptized them in water, salvation, mm. and then he laid his hand in this baptism. The importance, the importance, we cannot underestimate the importance of our life in the Spirit. Yeah. We, we literally live, exist in our journey through the Word and the Spirit together. The Word yeah. and the Spirit. And I find myself, even after, you know, these many years of following the Lord, just this hunger for the reality of the of the fullness of the spirit yeah jesus he said hey you guys before you go out there and try to establish my church go up there in the upper room yeah Re right. receive this experience so, so paul's carrying on the the theme of jesus the importance yeah. of this have you yeah uh paul goes to the synagogue and speaks says he speaks fearlessly some were stubborn and reviled him um, so he left and took the disciples to the lecture hall in Ty Tyrannus. He taught there for two years. Everyone in the province of Asia heard the word of the Lord. It's pretty incredible, these places, because it seems to move so quickly, but something like that where it's like one line, uh, oh, he was there for two years, you know. Mm He's -hmm. actually there a long time. Some of these he moves through pretty quickly. Uh, God performed miracles through Paul. His handkerchief that touched his body was taken to the sick, and they were healed and delivered from evil spirits. That's really interesting. Uh, Jewish, some Jewish exorcists tried to use uh, Jesus' name over the possessed. They said, I sternly warn you by the Jesus who Paul preaches. Uh, there were seven of them, seven sons mm. of Sceva. 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 Uh, but the evil spirit replied, I know about Jesus and Paul, but who are you? Then the possessed man jumped on them and beat them into submission till they ran out of the house naked. Everyone in Ephesus heard about this. They feared the Lord. Uh, many came to believe. It says they even uh, burned their... Uh, uh, magic books, their books of spells and things. Uh, Paul decides to go to Jerusalem and then to, to then to Rome. Uh, he stayed in Asia, sending for assistance ahead. Um, okay, 
now a big disturbance starts up over the way a man named Demetrius mm -hmm. who made idols and shrines uh, he had uh, brought a great deal of business to the trades through this creating these shrines their prosperity came from it he gets them all together and turns the whole province against the way and Paul because Paul is saying the gods are not real real gods and Paul Paul will bring the great godless Artemis to nothing and the province will lose its greatness. Uh, the crowd becomes enraged. They rush the theater and drag out Gaius and Aristarchus, uh, Paul's traveling companions. Paul tries, tries to go to the assembly, but the, the disciples won't let him. There's <laughs> This happens over and over. These, these mobs get worked up mm -hmm. and then it says there's confusion in the theater people are shouting different things most not sure why they are there finally the city secretary gets up and quiets the crowd he tells them we all know Artemis is from heaven and our guardian so don't be reckless you're in danger of being charged with a riot or revolt against Rome mm. if you have a charge against these men then bring them to the legal court assembly and bring them bring their charge there then the people leave uh this happens over and over they yeah. they get these big groups of people together and they go into a crazy <laughs> crazy well, rage and, and they get uh, there and then they're not even sure what they're doing it, well in this situation in i mean paul's ministry was the gospel of christ i mean who th there was apparently enough being uh, turning to God, turning to Christ, that it affected this business. Yeah, I mean this this whole um, populace was into Diana. Mm. I mean they didn't have you know different religions. This was it. All these everybody had a shrine. Yeah, everybody had some type of wooden stone or carvings or something. So <laughs> I, I call it the union of craftsmen. Yeah, the, the union. It, yeah. it hit well, the, it's interesting hit too, the whole market hit because the whole this same kind of thing happens a lot with his his uh, uh, with the uh, religious Jewish people where they come together. Mm -hmm. But this is different. This yeah. is a different. Uh, it stirs the the way. It seems to stir up trouble wherever it goes. Wherever, yeah. Uh, 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 incredible. Um, okay, Acts twenty. We got to keep moving here. After the disturbance, Paul heads to Macedonia. He encourages the believers there. He heads to Greece. He stays in Greece for three months. Uh, he's going to sail to Syria, but there's a plot against him, so he goes back uh, through Macedonia. He goes to Treos for seven days. This is funny. The last night before he leaves, he preaches extra long until midnight, around midnight. A young man named Oedipus. Eutychus? Eutychus? Eutychus. Eutychus. Eutychus is sitting in the windowsill. He falls asleep because he's preaching for so long. And he falls out of the window, down three stories, and dies. Uh, Paul runs down, throws himself on him, and puts his arms around him and says, Do not be distressed, for he is still alive. Wow. And then <laughs> Paul goes back upstairs, breaks bread, eats, <laughs> And then continues talking, keeps on preaching until dawn. Wow. <laughs> You'd think that would have shut the whole thing yeah, down, right? <laughs> Incredible. You'd think they'd gone to breakfast or done something. Yeah. He goes back up, eats something, and then keeps on going. Mm -hmm. uh, Paul is trying to get to Jerusalem for the day of Pentecost. He, um, he goes by land to, uh, let's see. He, and he meets the elders uh, at the church at Ephesus. Um, let's see. This is this is a, a pretty cool. Paul says he's going and does not know what will happen, but the Spirit has warned him in city after city that he will be persecuted. Persecution and imprisonment are waiting for him. Mm -hmm. uh, he says, "But I consider my life worth nothing, so I can finish my task." 
in the ministry that I received from the Lord Jesus to testify the good news of God's grace. Uh, you, uh, None of you that were with me when I went preaching will see me again. Mm. It's incredible. He kind of knew what was coming. Yeah, right. I declare I am innocent of your blood. I'm not responsible for you if you're you're lost because I have held nothing back and told you the whole purpose of God. Watch out for yourselves. Um, when I'm gone, fierce wolves will come among you, teaching perversions even from among you. So be alert. I have warned you with tears. This message will build you up. I haven't wanted your money. I provided my own needs. That's interesting. Everything I have done has showed you how to help the weak. It is more blessed to give than to receive. When he's finished, he kneels down and prays with them. They wept loudly because he said he would not see them again. It's a, a pretty powerful scene there. Yeah. The, the other wow. elders of the church there uh, being with him. I think they're on the beach there. Mm. He's talking to them. And... Uh, he kneels down, prays with them, and they they uh, lead him to the ship. He moves on. Probably is the last time they saw him. Uh, 21, Paul sails on through several cities. He lands in Tyre in Syria. There he meets other disciples that are there. Uh, they tell him through the, this is interesting, through the Spirit repeatedly not to go to Jerusalem. Don't do it. Uh, they meet and pray with the disciples there and their families and children. They pray with them on the beach, They and they see him off to the ship. Then he goes to Caesarea. He stays with Philip, the evangelist. While there, again, a prophet named Agabus right. prophesies to Paul that the Jews in Jerusalem will tie him up and hand him over to the Gentile. Paul replies, Why are you weeping and breaking my heart? I'm ready to be tied up and even more to die in Jerusalem for Jesus. He could not be persuaded, so they said no more. Hmm. Uh, Paul finally arrives in Jerusalem. He's welcomed by the gladly by the other brothers there. He goes and meets with James and tells him all that God has done him among the Gentiles through his ministry. This is interesting. In the mob. Um they tell Paul that the uh, the Jews have been informed about him, that he tells them not to observe the law and abandon Moses, uh, telling them not to circumcise their children. So they have him go with these four other guys to uh, purify himself, go through these rituals. And um, <coughs> it's basically so that everyone will see that he lives in conformity with the law. Hmm. And it's kind of a, a conciliatory gesture to the to the religious Jewish people there, an attempt to be sensitive to them. Yeah, it's <laughs> very, very. Uh, and it actually does the total opposite. It blows up. Uh, so Paul goes the next day, and he goes through the purification process. Uh, when he's near the end of the seven days, the Jews from Asia see him there, and they stir up a crowd and seize him. They say he teaches against our law. He break he brings Greeks into the temple and made the temple unclean. Um, while they're trying to kill Paul, the commanding officer gets a report of what's going on, and he goes into the crowd with soldiers. He's basically rescued. He yes, would have got killed Absolutely. right then and there. Delivered him, yeah. Uh, they they only stop. It says they stop beating Paul, so they're already beating him uh, when the soldiers show up. Uh, they arrest Paul, the, the, this Roman uh, commanding officer, tie him up and change. They ask him what he's done, um, but all the people keep saying different things. Again, mm -hmm. the, the same the mob. Th this mob confusion. The mob thing, yeah. Uh, Paul's taken to the barracks. Um, he asks to address the people, and he addresses them in Aramaic. So then we get into 22. Uh, Paul's defense, it says they all quiet down because is, um, he speaks to them in 22 Aramaic. is like Paul is giving a testimony of uh, his story, his journey. Yeah. And I think he just tried to level with them, seems to me. 
this is what happened, guys. I'm trying to tell yeah. you what happened. And so he goes through the whole story of how he was he was a strict Jew, uh, according to the law, zealous like you are. I persecuted the way by death and prison. I was heading to Damascus to arrest more there. And he tells the whole story. The I saw the light that flashed around me, and I heard a voice say, Saul, why do you persecute me? He said, Who are you? I am Jesus of Nazareth. Um, what should I do? Go to Damascus. Um, he was led by a hand because he was blind. Um, let's see. Um, he meets Ananias there. God has chosen you to be his witness to all the people. We are the Gentiles. What have you seen and heard? Go and be baptized. I returned to Jerusalem, and the Lord said, Leave, because... They won't accept the message. The Lord said, I will send you far to the Gentiles. This is what they couldn't handle when he said that. The message right. goes to the Gentiles. At this point, the crowd yelled, away with him. He should be killed. They had to take Paul into the barracks. Um, they're going to beat him and lash him and interrogate him. But before they do, Paul says, is it right to lash a Roman citizen without a trial? I am a Roman. He speaks up. Uh, the com commanding officer is now afraid because he realizes he's got a Roman citizen on his hands. So they backs off. Uh, the next day, the commanding officer has the chief priests and the whole council assemble and bring Paul out again before them to find out the true reason he's accused. Mm -hmm. Then we get into 23. Okay. Uh, Paul looks at the council and says, I've lived my life with a clear conscience. Uh, the high priest hits him in the mouth, or has this, him hit uh, in the mouth. Yeah, this was the, uh, what we call, calls it the Sanhedrin court. Mm -hmm. It was like the Supreme Court of Judaism. Hmm. And uh, Paul gets hit in the mouth, and Paul responds, he says, God is going to strike you, whitewashed wall. <laughs> Do you judge by the law and violate it by striking me? And this is interesting. They say, do you dare insult the high priest? And Paul apologizes. Apologizes. It's incredible. Wow. He says, I'm, I didn't realize it was the high priest. It's mm. written, don't speak evil about uh, the ruler above you. Yeah. That's, that's incredible. I love that um, type of in integrity there, even even in that situation. Yeah. Um, he doesn't back down, but he uh, certainly says, it is written, you shall not speak evil of the ruler of your people. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. And this is interesting. I, I wonder if he did this on purpose, but Paul sees that there are Sadducees and Pharisees there. Mm -hmm. He says, I'm a Pharisee and on trial concerning the resurrection of the dead. Yeah, he did. <laughs> <laughs> he, he uses their own differences against them. Right. It stirs up a big argument between the Pharisees who believe in angels, the resurrection, and the spirit, and the Sadducees who do not believe in any of these things. It gets so heated that they have to take Paul away by force. So he gets them fighting with each other. Mm -hmm. The following night... Well, the Pharisees, the Pharisees defended Paul, didn't they? They mm -hmm. said, uh, we find no evil in him. Let yeah. us not fight against God. If God's with this guy, with said, this maybe man... Maybe he did show up. You know, maybe you maybe know, he did have an experience. Right. Yeah. Um, the following night, the Lord comes to Paul and tells him, have courage... Uh, just like you have testified in Jerusalem, you will testify in Rome. Uh, there's a group of Jews who take an oath not to eat or drink till they can kill Paul. <laughs> they make and a conspiracy to kill him. They're going to assassinate him on the way to the well, trial. They're, they're pretty serious about getting him, aren't they? Yeah, well, <laughs> not going to eat or drink till oh you kill God. him. Incredible. Paul's sister finds out about yeah. the conspiracy. And they send her her son, yeah. was Paul's nephew, send a message to Paul. They get it to him. It goes through some people. Eventually, it gets up to the commanding officer uh, about this plot to kill Paul. It's going to go down. It's going to happen. Um, so he, this is crazy, he summons 200 soldiers, 70 horsemen, 200 spearmen Whoa. to get ready to go to Caesarea. Uh, 
it was well i mean it was an intense situation they had a, a little um this group i think they said 40 of them or so uh-huh. had made the vow so right. it wasn't it wasn't just a couple people it was a, right. it was a big group uh the whole city's probably in an uproar at this point uh, so they write a letter to the gov- governor Felix about who Paul is and what's going on, and that he's rescued him because he's a Roman citizen, and the dispute is over the Jewish law, but he doesn't think it deserves death or imprisonment. During the night, the soldiers take Paul to Caesarea. Felix finds out Paul is from Cil- Cilicia. So he decides to give him a hearing. Paul is kept under guard in Herod's palace. Mm -hmm. And that's where we end there. So. Well, it's fascinating. Incredible. Uh, Paul's journey, adventure. (laughs) Um, He's escaped death so many times now. Um, Paul's incredible because in these situations, he stirs he stirs up things, but then he won't back down, but then he's really clever to, mm. to, to you know, how he maneuvered through this situation, mm. stirring them up against themselves or using his own citizenship yeah. to it's, save himself. It's so interesting. Um, it's so interesting that God has chosen to choose a man, choose humanity, like in the Old Testament, Moses, you know, Moses and his failure, Moses tried, you know, tried to take over and kill some of the Egyptians. Yeah. Here Paul was on his way to do some Christians in. Yeah. And how that God puts his word, his written word into human drama. This is drama, man. Yeah. I mean, you talk about Hollywood movie. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah thank you lord for Incredible. the word so good so that's our reading for this week everybody uh we'll be coming back next week and continuing with our bible reading reflection thank you for tuning in it's been a joy being with you today bishop thank you so and, much uh, my pleasure my pleasure and uh we will see you next week everybody have a great week bless you